Now, you've heard of those people who lost weight, gained weight, lost weight, gained weight. Maybe it was you. Well, today we are going to talk about how going back and forth, losing and gaining is actually more dangerous than you think. Stay tuned. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. And Carrie, you know, we have a lot of new rebels coming on to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle all the time. And just in case, yeah. let's have you introduce yourself. I know you're going to hear me say sis because you're my sister, but you're so much more than that. Oh, thank you. Well, my name is Carrie Thompson and I am an MSNRN. With a background in critical care, I see you uh, nursing for the past 20 years, and I came to work for Code Red. Let's see, six, it would have been six years ago, August, right, Christy? Mm-hmm. Would have been six years ago, August. I came on board as Christy's chief operations officer, and just this past a year, changed roles a little bit to just kind of be over the shipping and step back from administrative. But the thing that I think is most interesting about me, most interesting, is that I have lost over 100 pounds and kept it off for the last 12 years using mainly the Code Red lifestyle. Now, I did, in full disclosure, have weight loss surgery. However, that did not work for me. So if you have had weight loss surgery and it did not work for you and you have gone through the shame and the sadness and the just the overwhelming, awful feeling of failing, uh, at weight loss surgery. Don't worry. I have been there and we have a program for you, but, um, I have kept that weight off and I love code red and all things code red. And I mostly love podcasting with Christy. That's my favorite. <laughs> it's been hard to kind of nail Carrie down. Cause she's got, uh, She's got uh, uh, she's got a, a teenager. She's got all uh, a big farm and lots and lots of things going on. So I really am thankful that you're able to uh, jump on here with me and, and knock this out. And today we called this the fight gets harder. And I was talking to mom the other day, Carrie, and you know, she's so funny. She's not as funny as you. Sorry, mom. Nobody is as funny as you. Nobody is as funny much. as my sister. <laughs> she's so funny. But mom is funny and she did say something funny, but it was so true and it really hit home for me. Uh, we were talking about yo-yo dot yo-yoing with your weight loss. And she said, I'll tell you what, the more that you yo-yo, the yo gets harder. And I said it to Carrie laughing. I said, mom is so funny. She said, the yo gets harder. We all know what she meant. Like we all knew what she meant. And, Car- and Carrie, you said to me, the fight gets harder, sis. And I said, oh man, can you jump on and podcast with me about this? Because I think this is going to resonate with so many of our rebels. I think when a couple of scenarios come to mind, Christy, and the the first one is when we're teenagers and we're going to lose a quick 20 to fit into this dress Mm. or starve ourselves to get down to this size for this event, um, you know, really slim down. Like I'm just going to eat one apple a day for three weeks. You know, not a big deal when you're 17, 18, 19, and 20, even into your mid twenties and thirties, you know, um, our body definitely forgives us for those types of things. But as we age and the more that we type 
do those types of eating, the more damaging it is to our body. And mom is totally right. The yo hits different when you're in your 50s, when you're in your late 40s and your 50s, and even 60s and 70s. Now, Christy and I do not believe that is a reason not to lose weight. Just because you're in your 60s and 70s, you can't say that and be like, well, I can't lose weight. Ridiculous. Of course, you can lose weight. It's going to be different for you than it was at 20. But what we've noticed, Christy, and you can you can attest to this as well, is that it just hits differently the more you bounce around. I uh, did a I did a documentary uh, and it's called Code Red: The Diaries of Madness and it's it's out on uh, it's out there into the world. Um, hopefully, well, it will be in 2024. Um, so whenever you listen to this podcast, I mean, we have almost 250 episodes as of right now. So whenever you listen to this podcast, you can look up Christy Code Red and the Code Red: The, the Diaries of Madness where I did a huge transformation. I lost 30 pounds and I competed in a bodybuilding bodybuilding competition. And after that, there's a certain small percentage that you're supposed to gain back. It's just because you're not supposed to walk around. I was at 10.3% body fat, which is dangerously low for a woman. It's not natural and it's not healthy. And I, you're supposed to gain back a little bit, but since I gained back a little bit more than I should have, and I'm going to, I'm, you know, I'm going to talk about this later on. Um, and you can look that up. Um, but I, what I've noticed is, and I wish, and maybe it wouldn't have made a difference if my coach would have said, you know, I wish he would have told me what we're talking to you about right now. And like I said, maybe it wouldn't have made a difference. And of course they say a, a smart man's learns learns from his mistakes, but a wise man learns from other people's mistakes. So we're really <laughs> hoping that you learn from what we're getting ready to tell you right now. But sis, had I known that getting the weight back off was going to be 10 times harder than getting it off the first time. I don't think I would have ever yoed this hard because uh, I gained back half of what I lost. And it has been so incredibly difficult to get. And I said to myself, Ooh, you better, you better remember this when you think about going off the rails again, because this, and it's only been a year sis, uh, since I've uh, I even started my transformation. It's been seven months um, since I got off stage and yet, wow, it's been hard to relose the, to get this, this weight back off. Oh my gosh. And we don't want to discourage any of you that have fallen off the wagon. You know, Code Red is here for the people that have fallen off the wagon. We get it. Uh, trust me, you're not going to tell us a story that we're going to say, what? It's just like Jesus. You're you're not going to come to Jesus. And he's going to be like, well, I ain't never heard of that before. You can't come <laughs> in the kingdom. I mean, that's just not going to happen. That's not how God works. So it's clearly there's not going to be a weight gain and weight loss story to us that we're going to say. Although I got to tell you, in my years of working for you, I've seen a few mm. that have that have shocked me. But we're OK with people making mistakes and coming back. Sure. But what I'm talking about are the people that lose 50 pounds on Code Red, gain back 60 hang there for a little bit till it's 70. Then they lose that 70 and then they regain 30 or 40. Then a year later, it's a couple more. And then in, in a year there, and I, you know what? Those I'm big swings, those big, big swings. And I am okay. I am so proud of you for coming back. I don't care if you have to come around the mountain 40 times. I'm proud of you. But I will say that there is a scientific and a psychological element that comes into play when you do that. The more that you screw with your metabolism 
with low calorie and we're not a low calorie plan, but I mean, with going with really restricting and then really gates wide open and then restricting and gates wide open, it makes it really hard for your body to find some homeostasis. Mm -hmm. It's either a free for all and every drive through is 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 go go like every Krispy Kreme go let's get it let's go or it's nothing ever and just a salad every day like there there's got to be some middle ground for your body and the problem is is that your metabolism and your um your cortisol levels and your just your thyroid all those things never have a chance to really just function and just regulate on a normal day-to-day basis where you nourish your body appropriately. So that's the physical thing that comes into play. And then psychologically, Christy, I mean, look at, I watch you walking through, you know, losing the little bit that you gained and how frustrating that is for you. And you're doing a great job. I mean, hello, it's you. I mean, you're the, you're the master, but um, you know, so you're doing a great job, but look at what that did to your head. It kind of messes with your head. And so the more that you, the more that you gain and lose and gain and lose, the more your brain says, you're never going to be successful this time, Betty, this time you're not going to actually do it again. You're not going to get this 50 plus the 20 you gained off. And so there's that psychological element that comes into play as well. So it's, it really does a number on your body. Plus it is so much harder. Your body has a set point. And of course, I don't know if we've ever talked about set points on this podcast. That would be a good podcast to do. And when you mess with that set point and you go way below it, you go way above it, you bounce all around. It's just really tough for your body to want to let go of the pounds the next time, because it kind of knows it's in for water and lettuce. I mean, that's ridiculous. Your body isn't stupid. It adjusts. So do you think I'm right on saying that? Yeah, I think in what we what what I thought you were going to say, which I'm glad oh. you didn't because it gave me something to be, be able to say, because <laughs> like I, sometimes I don't have any I ain't got nothing to contribute. <laughs> Leptin uh, and ghrelin. Yes, those are uh, hormones among so many other hormones. Carrie mentioned cortisol. You've got epinephrine. You've got norepinephrine. You've got insulin. My gosh, you've got all kinds of hormones that are and then all your sex hormones that we haven't even touched on. We're not going to touch on very complex in your body that and there's a very thing called uh, uh, leptin resistance and the, the grainland and the leptin getting effed up. You guys are screwing with your body and your hormones. And this is really throwing you out of balance and it is all about the hormones. So there's so many things happening internally uh, that you have got to get. I, I tell you that my weight loss transformation was so extreme that I screwed up my body. I didn't have a period for six months mm. and it took me all of six months to get my hormones balanced back out. If I could have just stayed right where my coach wanted me, then I would have been so much healthier. Even if it was a bit above where he wanted me, I would have been so much, but this extreme spike and then this extreme dip and this extreme spike, the extremes is what your body does not like and doesn't do well with. And that's really wreaking havoc on you. And you are, um, 
you're really um, going down a dangerous path if you continue on this. And psychologically, I mean, you I hear people say that, sis, oh, I'm an all or nothing girl. I'm an all or nothing girl. But I've heard you say about me, and you guys will hear this on the film. Carrie has a line in the film, and it says, Christy has always been an extreme kind of person. She likes to do extreme things. Um, she hiked the Grand Canyon. She hiked M Mount Whitney. She had an eight-year-long boxing career. She likes extremes. And it's almost, and this is what Carrie said on the film. She said, it's almost like, if Christy is not doing something extreme, then it's just not good enough for her. And Carrie, that is so, that is so true. And it's dangerous because I can't seem to just be okay where I'm at. But I think that also makes you a person of excellence. So there's the other side of that too. But there comes a point where your body is not going to give up that gain 20, lose 20, gain 20, lose 20. Pretty soon that 20 you go to get off your old fashioned ways is no joke. And let me just talk a little bit about menopause because before I started to go through menopause, I thought that people were ridiculous that were going through menopause. Mm. In fact, Christy and I did an educational. We've talked about it on the podcast. We've done an educational. That was before I walked through it. Let me tell you, now that I have walked through menopause or at least perimenopause, I guess menopause. Oh my Lord. It is no joke. I mean, yeah. it is the, the symptoms all of it is no freaking joke. So menopause absolutely is a challenge to weight loss. Is it impossible? No, we have postmenopausal women all the time do the program successfully. But let me tell you, Sally, it ain't going to be like it was when you were 25 and you were doing the cabbage soup diet. You can't do that anymore. Your body is more complex than that. It's going to require different things. And Christy has long maintained this lose, gain, lose, gain. At some point, guess what? Your body's going to say, done, no, done, no. You have screwed up your metabolism so badly by doing 300 calories a day and then 3,000 a day and then right. 300 and then, then three. You screwed this up. You've yin and yang so much that we're done. We're not letting you lose any more weight. Let me tell you, in all the years that I helped Christy coach, weight loss, the scariest people to me were the ones that had screwed up their metabolism, oh. either through screwing up their cortisol. So they're overweight. They're going to, for instance, going to CrossFit um, seven days a week, throwing up heavy, heavy weights. They're hungry. They have a terrible, stressful home life. They got a bunch of kids and they cannot lose weight. They can't lose weight to save their soul because they have screwed up their metabolism. They have tanked it, 100% tanked it. Those were the hardest people to work with, hands down the hardest people. And you know how they got there? 3,000 calories a day and 300 calories a day and CrossFit for 45 minutes and stressful meetings till 7 p.m. at night. Yes, That's how they got there. So if you keep living that life, yes. at some point, you're not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to yo when you want to. And it's a, it's a. Those people have to like eat. It's scary. I am not qualified to deal with those people. They would come to me and I would be like, Christy and I couldn't figure it out for the life. They would do everything on the program right. But right. something was not right and come to find out it was too much of what we're talking about. And their body said, we're done. You aren't sleeping. You don't drink water. You work out an hour every day. You're 300 pounds. 
you're not doing what Christy told you to. You're not eating fat. We're done. We're not, we're not doing this anymore. And your body will say no to you. Right. And that's a terrible place to be. And we watch those people succeed, but it takes them so much longer. And yes. since my bodybuilding coach, Eric, when I finally came clean to him and said, um, told him how much I'd gained back and told him how much I was struggling. Um, he said, it's going to take a while, Christy, for you to get this weight back off. And I said, I thought to myself, he's crazy. Did you see how, how well I did the first time around, Eric? But he must have known something. He must have known what we're talking about right now. Um, and, and he just said, just take your time, relax. It's gonna take a while. And let me tell you, as hard as it is, as hard as it has been to lose that weight a little bit, and we're talking, we're, I mean, we're talking, I'm seven pounds, seven to 10 pounds from where I want to be. So it's not much. It's taken 10 times longer just because of the, of the yo-yoing that I've done. And I am paying the price. Boy, it's tough. It is tough. And I don't want to discourage you not to come back. Right. But gonna I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to say something that's very unpopular. That is going to sound strange to some of you longtime rebels. But let's say your goal weight is 145 pounds. I personally would rather see you stay the rest of your life at 155 mm -hmm. or 160. Now, is that probably too heavy for your frame? Yeah. But I'd rather see you do that than go 140, 200, 140, 200, 140, 220, 150, 200. I would much rather see you stay at 155 or 160 for the rest of your life than I would. Now, now that is going to seem strange to some of you. And some of you are going to be like, Carrie, I can see why Christy Carrie fired Carrie from Code Red. <laughs> I can see why I'm teasing. She didn't fire me. I'm teasing. But I mean, so and, and I know that's unpopular, but the yo is so bad for you. I'd rather see you be a little bit above your goal weight than to do this bouncing thing. This bouncing thing is so bad for you. I, I mean, even if you gain back a little bit of weight and you just stay right there, even that's, you still take, you still change the trajectory of your life. You've still taken your life back. You still reversed your type two diabetes. You've still gotten rid of the majority of your joint pain. You still are not a sugar addict you know, active sugar addict anymore. You're still drinking your water. You're still eating real food. You're, you're sleeping. I would rather see that than you be a hundred percent code red and then 0% code red. Does that make sense? Or is that, I was actually, yeah, I was actually going to take it a step further and then you covered it. I was going to say, yeah, I would rather see you uh, stay 15 pounds above goal weight, slightly overweight and be drinking your water every day, be moving your body every day, be sleeping every night, keeping your stress in check uh, and and being and just being overall happy than just fighting to stay down to goal weight and have that be stressful for you. Uh, yeah. and, and I'll tell you what, I mean, I've been doing code red 13 years now. You would never have caught me say this, caught me saying this a few years ago, even just, I was so militant sis. And I think that like you starting to go through menopause, by the way, I don't think mom went through menopause until she was 55. So I don't know why you're starting it now, but okay. But I, and I think I'm right behind you. Cause I know we're only two years difference, but I yeah. have a few of the symptoms too, but 
because we're both getting older and because we've seen tens of thousands of rebels come through the program, this is the pattern. We have data to back up what we're saying, not just with ourselves, but with our rebels. So we're seeing a pattern and we were like, oh, what's what we once thought was just like, fight for it. You have to get to go away. You have to get to go away. Oh, you, you keeping 50 of the 70 pounds off for the rest of your life, drinking your water, sleeping and mitigating your high levels of stress. That's better than fighting for goal weight, in my opinion and Carrie's opinion. Yeah. And that has changed a lot for me too. I'd be like 135 or death. Right. And Carrie, I have, right. yeah. And, and the people, the people that don't, the, the problem is people get to 135 some people do great and they stay there. And I would say that if people implement code red, we have a great uh, maintenance program. You can. Yes. But if, if you can't, I'd rather see you be a little bit above, but, but, but not letting that little bit get to a lot bit, because that's right. where the weird problems is that people were like, well, Christy code red said, I don't have to be in my goal. So if my goal was 145, I'm going to be at 180. Well, right. okay, hold on. Right. Hang on. Ten percent above goal weight. Ten percent above. A little bit above. Weight. Yeah, we're not. We're 10%. not talking like. But if you were five hundred pounds and you're two fifty, and you can't lose any more weight, then I say, "Halla freaking you saved your life. Yes. yes, I am. I am never going to say a word to you. Yes, I would love to see you get lower, but it's okay. You are not five hundred pounds. You are not 500 pounds. Congratulations. Oh. You were 400 and now you're two. Congratulations. Yes. I, I absolutely do not, not celebrate that because it's not goal. And I think that it, a long time in our community, a long time ago, Chrissy, you know, we've shifted over the years. Of course. I mean, that's just the way businesses go in philosophies and we've changed the way we think. I mean, for heaven's sakes, you used to give people a cheat meal back in the day. People got a right. cheat meal, you know, I mean, so I remember when I begged for an apple from Christy, I just want an apple. She's like, have an apple, quit your whining. So, I mean, you know, things have changed over the years. So, but I think that we've kind of come to the philosophy of, we want you to be overall healthy. I had a friend the other day that was talking to me on Facebook or on um, Instagram messenger, good friend of mine from a ways back. And she's like, I just feel so terrible. Um, this is going wrong. I mean, she just has a whole host of health problems. I said, tell me a time when you felt really good. What were you eating? What were you doing? I don't care if that was you were running five miles on a treadmill and that just for some reason that resonated with you. If that was, oh my gosh, Carrie, I was walking with my friends in the strollers every morning. You know what I mean? What were you doing? I want you guys to think back on when you feel, you feel good in your clothes. Of course, you're not, maybe you're not a size two or a four or a six and that's okay. But if you're not doing this crazy up and down thing, then I'm proud of you. I'd much rather see you look the same year to year. When I look at Facebook and look at your pictures, every picture, you look good. Consistent. You look good. You're consistent. Then this ballooning up to a hundred pounds above where you were in code red. And then all of a sudden DMing me, which is fine. I don't mind if you DM me and saying, I've got it. I just got to get my head. Pray for me. I've got to get my head back. No, you do it. This is about you. Come on. Yeah. Ah, when I anyway, was going that's... through my transformation, I started at 164 and I walked on stage at 136. And so I remember specifically as I was working my way down through my weights, because that's 20, that's 28 pounds. I remember specifically 
saying to myself, what is the weight where you felt good? Because I can tell you it wasn't 136. The weight I yeah. felt good was 145. I remember being 145 and, and just looking in the mirror, the way my clothes fit, the way my boobs were, because I know that um, it, that my boobs really got super deflated. Um, they really got lean. My hip bones, I was cold all the time. Like when I, when I dropped below 145, between 136 and 145, I started to feel a bit miserable. But 145, I was fast. I was strong. I was warm. I, I liked my body. It was filled out a little bit. And so if you think, so that's kind of the, the goal, the weight that I'm trying to get back to. And if you think about your goal weight, so my goal weight, 145, you don't want to be 10% over that. So I really don't want to get above 159. And so you can do the math guys on what 10% above your goal weight is because you're like, well, how much above, like Carrie said, if Christy wants you at 145 and you're 185, no, that's, you know, <laughs> just want that 10% mark is, is where you should could flex and where you can, uh, that's because we do need to have a hard stop at some, at some point, you know, but so we kind of want to make that, that 10% be, you know, 15, 20 pounds, maybe be the, the, the flexing, but let's not get above that. Cause I think that it gets to be like, oh, okay. Now you're getting back ha to having health problems. Possibly. I noticed that when my clothes start not fitting me. Yes. And I find myself always reaching for leggings for no reason. And I don't yep. want to put jeans on yep. because, because jeans will, jeans will tail on you. Jeans are like oh. an A one C <laughs> jeans will, jeans will narc you off. Jeans will go to church and raise your hand to be like, I've been eating crap. Lord Jesus, save me. Your jeans will, your jeans will tell on you. They'll tattletail. They're little snitches. But when I find that I'm not wanting to wear my jeans at all, and I'm only wanting to wear leggings, then I go, okay, wait a minute. How have I gotten out of control? So that's how I can always tell. But yeah, I think I, I'm glad you brought up the 10% rule because I think that's a great that's a great way to kind of flex in, but yeah, don't fool yourself and don't fool yourself into being like, well, I'm doing a new workout program so I can gain 20 pounds. No, you can't. No, you can't. Sorry. I started working out after not working out for like 30 years and I didn't gain that much weight. Nope. Uh, I was puffy all over and I was miserable, which is the only reason why I stay in shape now is because getting in shape sucks so much. Yeah. Right. That's, that that's why I tell everyone at the gym. I can tell you that I have learned such a big lesson from gaining back more than I should have. Uh, and I, and I'm remembering this, I'm continuing to tell myself this all the time. I'm saying no, cause it's been about a month that I've been getting, trying to get that weight back down. And I've been saying, don't you forget, don't you forget how hard this is. Don't you forget because you don't want to go down this path again. And I don't want to wreak havoc on my hormones. I can tell they get out of whack and that is going to make everything so hard. And so, and I said to Carrie, I said, just eating code red, I feel the best, but that's the proper human diet guys. It's the way that our species was, was created to eat. That's not a diet. It's the, it's the, it's just the diet as in what a species habitually eats. It's meat, vegetables, nuts, eggs, seeds, seafoods, and fat. I drink my water. I sleep. And I'm really, take, I'm really taking it back down to basics, sis. I'm not working out hard. I'm not doing any hardcore running. I'm not doing anything massive sprints on the treadmill. And there's a time and place for all that. It's just not in my life right now. So what I've done is I took a good, long, hard look at myself and said, Christy, you're good enough right now the way you are. You are working to get down to where your clothes fit and you're comfortable, but stop with these extremes, settle yes. in, do the work, no cheating. And, 
and remember how hard this has been because the fight gets harder. Someone said something to me once, Christy, they said, and I think I shared this with you. They said, I just don't want to be, I don't want other people to tell me what I can eat. And I thought about a patient on dialysis. And if any of you in in the healthcare industry have ever taken care of uh, patients on dialysis, um, and this is an extreme. So some of you are going to be like, hey, you're ridiculous. Um, But this is what happens. This is uncontrolled, unchecked diabetes. This is unchecked, you know, several other things that can lead to kidney failure. Those people, they don't get to eat and drink what they want. So eventually, if you don't tell yourself, if you don't put some some rain, some nearly uh, on on your eating, if you don't if you don't quit yinging and yoing and yinging so hard to where you're bouncing up and hit the ceiling and bouncing up and hit, if you don't stop this and you don't pull back the reins a little, eventually someone is going to tell you what to eat, hmm. and it's going to be because you're hooked up to a machine. Or it's going to be because you have in-stage liver failure because you wanted to drink every night with the guys. Mm. Sounds Mm. great. Nobody's going to tell you how many bush lights you can drink. Nobody's going to tell you how much uh, Jack Daniels you can drink. Nobody's going to tell you. But eventually, when you want to go on that liver transplant list and they tell you no, and you only have this much longer to live, no one's going to tell you how many cigarettes you can smoke. You smoke them. Smoke them while you got them. And then someday when you can't breathe, somebody's going to be telling you what you can and cannot do. So either you tell yourself now what you can and cannot do, and you put some parameters on your life and your eating and your habits, or eventually somebody will in some form. It is the way of the world, folks. It is sad, but it is very true. I don't want to be told what I can and can't eat. Well, eventually your A1C will dictate that. Mm. or the no feeling in your hands and feet will dictate that it's gonna come. So, so this, this crazy, this crazy yo-yo that we're all that fly. A lot of people like to do gain a hundred, lose a hundred, gain 50, lose 50. Guess what? It will catch up with you. And those Twinkies won't taste quite as sweet when you got to give yourself 50 units of insulin in order to eat. Eat one. <laughs> yeah, you'll be hitting that call light button to have the nurse come change that wound on your foot. And, I've uh, seen it. Yeah, you have. And you, I remember you you have seen wounds so bad they stunk, sis. I mean, what's going to keep you guys? We talked about this in the podcast by Designer Disaster. By Designer Disaster, change is coming. And uh, you have got to stop with this yo-yo bullcrap. Every single person listening to us right now has done this. And you might be in the middle of a, a, the yo or the yo. You're in the middle of something. And we are just, we are we are pleading to you with all our hearts to please consider getting uh, uh, getting that, that homeostasis, getting those spikes and dips to be a little more level and not so many peaks and valleys. Uh, we, we are just, we're begging you to reconsider your actions, especially during the holidays, because I know this podcast is coming out on December 20th. And that's we're 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 right. We're still smack dab in the middle of the hallway, the holidays. And this is always what you do during the holidays. And that's dangerous. You are messing with fire. This time you may be able to lose that weight. This time you might. And you know what? More power to you. If you can do the lemon cayenne pepper diet, get that that weight back off. Get back on the track with Code Red. But let me just tell you that next time it might not work. So it's something to consider when looking at long-term sustainability. 
next time it may not work for you. So you might want to figure out how to maintain. And like Christy said, maintain some homeostasis with your body and your hormones and your all the uh, grep, the greptin and the lelin. No, I said it wrong, Christy. The leptin and ghrelin. Yeah. Leptin and ghrelin. All of those hormones. You may just want to get them figured out. So and get this yo-yo baloney done because it may not work for you next time like you think it's going to. I will leave you with this quote. Procrastination is the arrogant assumption that God owes me a second chance to do what I've already been given the opportunity to do. Amen. That'll preach. Reload. Yes. Procrastination is the arrogant assumption that God owes me a second chance. You might not get a second chance, guys. So quit, quit messing with fire. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. We love you. We would love to have you in our VIP program. And we'll see you on the next one. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you are looking for some hardcore accountability to get and keep this weight off, look no further because I've got VIP Connection. This is the ultimate connection to me just short of me sleeping on your couch. You're going to get three daily messages from me in real time directly to you. You're going to submit your weight every Friday. We're going to go over it in a weekly meeting on Sunday nights, and I'm going to give you feedback. You'll have access to a monthly VIP breakfast with me and Boise, a monthly VIP supplement box, access to any workshop, any PDF promo that I hold for that month, You'll have access to the ringside membership. And best of all, you'll have a fully customized nutrition program written just for you. We're talking about over $3,000 total value for $3.97 a month. And you can cancel anytime. Go to coderedlifestyle.com forward slash VIP to check that out.